The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav. You called me in to bring the thunder, and that's what I'm going to do. We're on the road to freedom, America. The dream of freedom. America stands for individual freedom. Let's crank it up! Testing, one, two, three. (laughs) For over 16 years, dedicated to the outdoors. (laughs) Am I the only one that was super creeped out by that? Always unfiltered and unapologetic. Just a lot of jumbled noise. No do-overs, no gimmicks, no faking it. Booyah! Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. When the deer are running in your neighborhood, who are you going to call? The Lukoskis! Obviously, like to shoot big bucks and stuff, but there's so much more into it than just that. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cotton Eye Jim. <laughs> Who sings that? What's the name of that band? Uh, uh, Black Eyed Peas. I think it's the Rednecks. The Rednecks? I'm pretty sure they're called the Rednecks. It's like a Euro techno like country band or something. Yeah, and, I, and Michael Waddell is the lead singer. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the name of the album is Sex and Violins. No joke, <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that is Cotton Eye Joe and Jimbo. What are we talking this week? What are we talking this the week? The fall tune-up. Hey, we're talking the fall tune-up on this week's show. I'm glad I could remind you. Here in just a minute, we're going to be joined by Lee and Tiffany Lukoski of Crush with Lee and Tiffany. They're going to stick around, I think, for like... Uh, Ever. Two-thirds of the entire show. That's it. We like them, though. We like Lee and Tiffany a lot. Uh, I like Lee and Tiffany more than I like myself. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Which I don't like myself very much. So <laughs> No, so we're going to have Lee and Tiffany on. We're also going to have Hal Schaefer as well with the Renovation Hunters. Oh, yeah, Renovation Hunters. Now, that is a great show that he came up with. And so he renovates hunting cabins. Yes. And so he's going to tell us all about that. It's uh, I think they're already filming season two. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And we have something in the studio today we normally don't have. We have an audience. Who are we talking about? <laughs> all right, so let's get to, hey, Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. Let's do it! The fall tune-up is on the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. Let's go. Now kicking off a three-part interview with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski, hosts of Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel, Sundays 8 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Everyone quiet down. Lee and Tiffany are on the phone. God bless it. We got Lee and Tiffany on. People need we to shut up. We have an audience. Out. We have an audience. It's Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. They are the hosts of Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel, Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and they are currently eating bison heart. Lee and Tiffany, how's it going? <laughs> we are doing really well. Thank you so much. That intro is awesome. It's like, do you guys go home every night and talk to your wives like that? <laughs> yes, Make me some food! Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> I've got to say this. I was watching. I, I get on you guys' YouTube channel, which is so cool. You put awesome content on there. 
Um, I was watching the buffalo or bison hunt. Sorry, uh, you guys were on up there in Montana. And I just thought it was priceless when the guy above you was whistling and like this this big <laughs> bison is like right <laughs> over the hill. And they're like, you guys didn't see it. And then you turn around and you notice it. Oh, my God. That was awesome, man. I know. He's like whistling, but he's like a mile away. So it's like we can't hear him. <laughs> Should have been setting up like smoke signals or something. <laughs> right. But you know, on that hunt, I, t- I, I was like, oh, I mean, everybody, I probably still thinks like, oh, how hard can it be? And it was funny because like the first time Lee went out at his stock and you got within like, oh, I don't know how far. Yeah, I don't know, like a couple hundred yards and he looked and just found it was going like three mountain ranges over. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. Now like antelope though. You find the right one and some of them aren't real spooky and some of them are very spooky, so but that one that the one that we shot he just he never saw till the last minute, you know, so you know, that one worked out good. Everything the wind was right and that enough terrain roll and stuff that you could get around him, so that one worked out good. Well I'll tell you what, just how picturesque it was. That country is so beautiful. It looked like, you know, a timestamp from a hundred years ago. So amazing. But man, it's such vast country as well. That was a huge open meadow you were in. I know it. And they you know, normally they're up in the mountains and like the big bulls are normally up there. So that's where, you know, we were going and then, you know, all of a sudden we saw that one out in the meadow out there and it's like well there's no way we're gonna get at him but then he started kind of walking down that road and there's nothing rolling it it's just kind of like you know when you hunt alberta like for mule deer and stuff you get a lot of it looks so wide open but once you get down there there's a, there's a lot of rolls and stuff that you can you can't you actually can move around but it is beautiful that we bought a place in montana too for elk and everything so we're we're, we're gonna be out there a lot and you'll see it you know coming up in the tv shows and the youtube stuff that well, we spend a lot of time in Montana that you'll start seeing now. Yeah, we talked in the past about uh, how you practice out to like 100 yards with your bow. How far was the shot? It wasn't all that far. It was maybe like 35 or 40 or something like that. When he ran out to like 80, and I was going to shoot again. And I was like, ah, no, he's done. So, But that's what you really kind of want. Like, you know, you don't necessarily want to shoot stuff at 100 yards. Sometimes with sheep and things, you have to, but... You know, just for follow-up shots, even on whitetails, you know, if you hit one, you think, oh, it's a little bit far back. There's that many runs out there at 100 and stops. You want to be able to try to get another arrow in them. That's kind of the main reason that you shoot far like that is for follow-up shots and things like that. Where you, you just don't want to be in a situation where you, where you could use it and, and not have practiced it or not have a pin set for it. You know what was so cool on that, though? The way there, I had no idea, like, the anatomy of, like, buffalo. Yeah. Like, I guess, you know, in all reality, we were gutting it and stuff, but it's like their lungs are in one yeah. lung set, right? Is that yeah, well, that was a, yeah, that was interesting to me. They said that, and I'm not even 100% sure true or not, so Kurt, I hope you're right on this. You said, you know how most animals, they have like a sack around each lung, so like like a lot of like you hit an elk in a single lung and they can still live from it and deer and all that kind of stuff, but so with a buffalo, both lungs are in a single sack. And so if you, all you got to do is like this pop into one lung and the whole, the, both their lungs will deflate and they'll die from it. And they said, I think that's why the Indians, you know, they, I mean, they were always, you know, buffalo was their main source of food, even though there was elk and other things there, just because they probably didn't have, you know, they don't have they didn't just a stick and a string just to get a, <laughs> a broadhead through the ribs and they would die from that. 
Mm. That was interesting to me, too. Yeah, very cool. Now, I think the absolute coolest part about the whole deal is when your son, Mr. Cameron, showed up. He had his cowboy hat. He had his six-shooter and his rifle on. I mean, he was prepared yeah, He was prepared Cameron. for anything. Oh <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny out there? Because, like, at home, we're always like, okay, we're going into the library. You probably need to keep the gun in the in the car, you know? And out there, they're like an open carry state. So they're like, yeah. Cameron. Yeah, no, leave your sidearms <laughs> on. <laughs> going in there, restaurant to eat. Nobody even pays any. Nobody looks at all. It's pretty neat, you know? <laughs> <laughs> now, did, did you yeah, find funny. I just, oh, there it was in Texas or someplace. Somebody, I just saw something on somebody, somebody, something. There's a guy walking through a Walmart and he had, you know, a holster on, you know, with a sidearm on. <laughs> so, well, not, in, not in New York here. Yeah. Hey, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? Yeah. yeah. All right. Hey, we're talking with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. They host The Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel Sundays at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Plus, you have to subscribe and follow them on YouTube. Uh, this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Hop on My Outdoor TV as well. Type in Lee and Tiffany. Type in Lukoski. Type in Crush. Awesome type content. Type in Cameron. Yeah, type in Cameron, Rustlers, anything <laughs> like that. Now, if we want to find you guys online in your socials, YouTube, all that stuff, where do we have to go? And we're like, oh, we're kind of like you. Well, YouTube is Lee and Tiffany Lagasse, Instagram at The Crush TV, Facebook, The Crush is Lee and Tiffany. Yeah, of course, got our website, TheCrush.tv. But you can just kind of Google our names and you'll come up with us all over. Uh, yeah. I'm like, uh, it's Monday. <laughs> all right, part two with Lee and Tiffany. Right after this. Part two with Lee and Tiffany is next. Unlock the secrets of the wild with North American Whitetail. We're hunting feeding patterns with these white-tailed deer, so you're seeing a lot of deer on their feet. Kind of like a party scene where the first person arrives and then the next person arrives. Now we've just got to wait for the right deer to come by. Dive into our world of advanced hunting strategies and stay ahead of the game. Coming down the hill right by the snag. We're in the game. Just be still. Here he comes, here he comes. North American Whitetail TV. Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav and the Fall Tune-Up. Now, let's get back to Lee and Tiffany Lukoski, hosts of Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We are talking to Fall Tune-Up in this week's show. And, of course, uh, before the break, uh, we had part one with Lee and Tiffany. Talking about their big buffalo hunt up in Montana. Yeah, we're talking about stalking them on YouTube, which is fun to do, and everyone else has to do it. We'll watch Crush with Lee Activity Outdoor Channel Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. One thing I want to get into uh, with you guys, you know, we talked earlier this year, and in the spring, you guys had this wild and crazy spring. It has gotten extremely dry there in Iowa for y'all. Are you worried about EHD or anything like that? Yeah, of course. Um you know, we, we've talked about that a lot this year because it was so dry. And now we finally got some rain again, which was perfect, you know, for our, all our fall food, our brassica stuff that we just finished planting. But, you know, a friend of mine just did text me just yesterday and said that, you know, right in front of his house, he lives right by us, that there was a dead deer floating in it. So yeah, mm-hmm. Ryan. 
So, uh, yeah, you get worried about it, but you kind of knew it right from the beginning. So that's why we really uh, pumped the analogic speed and their blocks and, and things out for them, uh, you know, just try to prevent that. And we put out water tanks and all kinds of stuff, try to keep them out of the, out of the creek bottoms, you know, and we make a lot of ponds and people have said, you know, like, well, isn't the ponds where you get that? And it's like, not necessarily. I mean, so we make our ponds, we just make the, the edges pretty steep. So there's not like mud doesn't get exposed on, on that stuff. It would, or at least where the deer can't lay on it, where it gets bad is all the creek bottoms. I mean, our, you know, our part of Iowa is real hilly. So there's ditches and the creeks that go through everywhere. And when those dry up, then that muddy bottom <clears throat> is exposed. And that's where they like to lay because it's cool. And that's like where those midges hat is in mud. So it's not so much like the pond edges as much as where they like to lay on that stuff. So when we make ponds, we make the edges kind of steep. So there's no, no place that they can lay on those edges. But, uh, mostly probably like water troughs and stuff like that. Just try to give them the, you know, give them food and water just right in the same spot. Well, hopefully they bed there and keep them out of those creek bottoms. But, you know, they're going to do what they want to do. So, you know, I just hope if you keep them on that feed and stuff like that, that, that you can prevent most of it. And we've been, we've been, it's been very successful over the years with the analogic pellets that have the TX4, I think, where it has stuff to help them prevent EHD. And it's worked, it's worked like a charm for us. We haven't really lost anything. You know, since we started feeding that, you know, seven, eight years ago. So there are things you can do to prevent it, at least in states where you can supplemental feed. Like we can't feed in Iowa during the hunting season, but in the off season you can. So it gives us some options to try to do some things to help them during, you know, for EHD breakouts like that. Well, I had heard that the Biden administration is mandating all whitetails get vaccinated. And if, if they don't get that card, they can't participate in hunting seasons. And so, I mean, yeah. <laughs> it could be bad, guys. And they have checkpoints. <laughs> yeah, they got checkpoints everywhere. <laughs> hey, that'd be a good idea because it, it seems like all they're interested in is the money for it. So, hey, they might as well. They'll make money off of that as well, right? Yeah. Well, now, isn't it true that uh, that what happens with EHD, that their tongue swells, and that's really what kills them? Um, I'm not sure because like blue tongue is different than EHD. They're very similar, but like I've seen a lot of them die from. It. I mean, I've just we've literally out in Montana when we used to hunt with Jackie Bushman out there. Just it just watched them fall over dead. I mean, they're walking in a circle, and you could walk right up to them, and they don't even know you're there, don't care you're there, and they just they fall over dead just right there and most of them have just like a bunch of saliva is like pouring out of their mouth i think they just get such a bad fever that it uh what kills them yeah yeah now as we're coming in you know we're creeping closer and closer to fall and you guys monitor your deer it's so impressive what you both do um and how you you track and you, you make a list of your potential target bucks and then you narrow it down how is your, your home farm looking this year? Do you have some potential shooters? Are you looking elsewhere? What do you guys have? <laughs> yeah, we're always looking. <laughs> I pretty much know every deer we're going to already, you know, that ones are going to hunt and which ones are going to hunt first. And you knew it last year, which ones do you like to target for this year? Yeah, pretty much know a year in advance. Now, who's so, Yeah, no, it's been kind of interesting, though, because the couple of them that I have, you know, Peg, that I like my number one, one of them kind of moved, and not far, but, uh, you know, onto a 
farm that we have next to it, and, and they were all there, and all of a sudden he just moved back to where he was before, which is kind of unusual, because normally once you get them locked someplace, the older they get, they just stay there. Mm. And it was surprising that the one, well, it's not all that far, it was only maybe moved 600 yards or something like that, but he was down there, like, all first part of the summer, and then just last week, boom, we moved back to where he always was before, so now i got to get another setup for him at another spot, um, you know, kind of start thinking about it normally you kind of put food plots in like you got to make sure that you get like it like our amazing grain mix which is like winter peas and oats and rye and winter wheat because that green is like the one thing that's growing right away in october when everything else is dying so it's like early season if you want to see one right away you basically want to have some of the grains mixed like that right there because that's what they're really drawn to but then if you don't get them right away you want to make sure you got turnips and corn you want to make sure you have everything but Normally, I'll try to get a green field, like a that winter wheat type mix, right away. If you want to try it, for the deer you want to hunt, yeah, you know, you, the first right off the bat. So that's where we got to go get out and start planting those in different spots and things like that for these deer. So, but yeah, no, we got it's always fun looking at all of them and trying to see which ones are six years old now. We kind of laid off five year olds and went to six year olds now and try to get them to six and do what they do and try to step up our game a little bit. Yeah. But in, that's hard to do. In chronicling uh, <laughs> the, the, the growth of population of, of the animals you have with your trail cams and so forth, have you had any real surprises? Not so much surprises, but a couple of them that were going to be six this year that I thought would really blow didn't just kind of went sideways. And that happens a lot, too. So you got to let them let them go another year till seven because they always will. You know, when they have, if they have like stickers and splits and stuff like that, you know, when they're younger and then they kind of maybe they go a little bit cleaner, you know, they have that in them that they're going to blow. And normally you'll find that there'll be one year that they'll, they'll put on like more than 15%. And that's the way I always look at it. So like a lot of times if they put on 30 or 40 inches, that's probably as big as they're going to be. They'll, they'll go backward the next year almost all the time. Um, and they'll never be that big again. So you want to hit them. You want to try to hunt them that year that they really blow because that's going to be the biggest they're going to get. And we have been talking with lots of people about this. You know, it's like we've never seen it twice. You've never seen them do those big 20, 30, 40-inch jumps two times in their life. It's one time, and that's when you want to hunt them. And so a lot of these, you're just waiting for them to do that big jump. And when they don't, you're like, dang it, i got to let them go another year. But sometimes they don't do it till seven or eight. You know, so, Mm. and, you know, it's just hard to get a deer to live to seven or eight, you know, just out of, you know, neighbors and other you know, hunting pressure, and they just natural, they, they die all the time of just whatever. You know, you find them from fighting and stuff. And so it's tough. We Although we do have one that uh, that blew up pretty big. But if, and so he's probably one that will hunt this year for, for sure. I don't know. He might be close to 200, but. Uh, wow. Is no pot belly pigs this year? Is that, <laughs> no. Is that Sporky? Sporky is in a, he's another like one that. Um, will hunt for sure. And he's still in that same spot. If you watch the YouTube channel, he's, he's still locked in right there. And I think he'll be one that you probably, like I said, I predict you shoot him on October 2nd. So I gotta, <laughs> I gotta try to keep help, up. Man. I was like, oh my God, you real Montana still. Actually, I was like, I love how you put weed. That's another one we are going to be targeting this year. I'm like, there is no way that you're going to be like, you just go sit in that stand for Sporky. <laughs> wow, maybe. While, while we settle this uh, situation, we've got to take a break. Stick around. 
We're talking with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski, and of course, they're the hosts of Crush with Lee and Tiffany, and they'll be back right after this. That's right. Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been presented by My Outdoor TV. You can stream all the Crush with Lee and Tiffany you want on My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Guys, before we get to a break and come back, again, your socials, YouTube, all that awesome information, where can we find it online? YouTube, we're at Lee and Tiffany Lukoski, Instagram at The Crush TV, Facebook, The Crush with Lee and Tiffany and our website, thecrush.tv. Those are words. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Part three with Lee and Tiffany right after this. Please accept our apologies. The following will be horrible. I, I love you like it's the run, baby. I, I, I love you like it's the run, baby. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, if we haven't told you in a while, thanks for listening. I love you, man. Okay, let's not let it get weird. Don't move. The boys will continue next. For the dedicated American hunter, it's going to be a record year. And now's the time to prep for the ultimate season. So go to ultimateseason.com for the ultimate buyer's guide of new hunting products, fresh content from industry experts, entertaining and educational videos, and proven tips and tactics you can employ in the field. It's going to be a record year. So get geared up now at ultimateseason.com. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with the Fall Tune-Up. Now, once again, here's Lee and Tiffany Lukoski, hosts of Crush with Lee and Tiffany on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern, brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Part 3 starts right now. Hey, we are back for the third and final edition of the interview with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. Now, hopping into your YouTube, okay, something you guys talk a lot about, you know, obviously food plots, soil composition, but in regards to soil, that's something you you talk a lot about, guys. We're talking dirt? Yeah, we're talking about dirt. Yeah. But building up that rich, healthy environment to sustain plant life and to grow good vegetation it takes a lot of work, doesn't it? Oh, it does. And, you know, it's a lot more than just, you know, pH and what fertilizers and stuff is building up all the organic matter in it and everything else. And it, you know, if you're like down in Illinois, it's great. There's like turkey plants down there. So that turkey manure and stuff exists has done really great in our Illinois stuff. And now we just found some compost areas, you know, in Iowa where you can put the compost on it that really adds to your soil and builds it and stuff. So we're starting to do some more things, and you'll probably start maybe seeing some of that stuff coming up on our, <laughs> on, our, our on our YouTube and our TV show as well. Start you know doing more of that kind of stuff to build your soil because so many people say you know like deer aren't eating beans like they used to, and I can't get my brassicas to grow like we used to and stuff. And a lot of that is is your soil and not just you know straight pH and you know fertilizer. There's a lot of the starting to find that uh, all the micronutrients and stuff that you need in there uh, makes it a lot more palatable to them. And so we've done a lot of tests with beans, like side by side and stuff like that. And you find that there's a lot of it that when they're the ones that they're choosing, you know, one side of your field they're eating on more than the others because of your, what you've done to your soil, not necessarily the seed. So 
We're just working on a lot of stuff like that as well. I wish you would put some of the time and effort into like your food plots as you would our garden. In <laughs> <laughs> our yard, because I could use a little help, but I would really like some pollinators. And he's like, uh, yeah, but we got to plant these first. <laughs> and I'm like, my pollinator strips are very important. <laughs> yeah. You know, we get a lot of people, yeah, right? That is the nice thing about like YouTube and stuff like that, because obviously we have the TV <laughs> show that's our, you know, our main focus, but that's, you know, you got 20, 21 minutes or whatever to do it. You got to show the hunts and stuff like that. But there's, but there's so much more that goes into all of it. And that's what's nice that you can just put them up anytime, any day that you want. You're working on something. Hey, throw it up there for, and mostly just good information for people. And I think a lot, a lot of people don't realize the work that goes into it, you know, for all that food plots and, you know, just to be successful in the fall, how much work goes into it in the summer. So it gets a chance to show some of that. Um, uh, you know, doing YouTube stuff that, you know, you just, you, as you're doing it, you put the content out right there. You know, it, like he said too, it's like, it really is the truth on that, how, like what you go, what goes into it. But the thing is, it's like, you know, it's like, obviously we love to shoot like big bucks, but it's like, really, when you come right down to it, it is like, it's neat for our family. It's all of the stuff that we're doing is stuff that we eat year round and, and feed our families and even our community with in all reality. So it, obviously like shoot big bucks and stuff, but there's so much more into it than just that. Well, yeah. When you sure. shot that, that's one of the first things I think you said, Tiffany, in that video of the Buffalo is I, you remarked on how many people it's going to feed. And that's kind of first and foremost with you guys, you know, you're always donating meat and helping others. And that's truly what the outdoorsman or woman is about. You know, it is sustainability. It is helping others. It's a, it truly is a community. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I mean, and way more than anybody even realizes that, like a non-hunter even realizes. I mean, it's like, I still think back to when we did our homeschool event last year at our house and we hosted, uh, Jason Ellsworth did it and he's like a professional chef and he did that jerky making mm. uh, class and it was like the most popular class of the whole homeschool year really. And it was, all these kids were so interested in where that meat came from and how it was harvested and it was just really a cool experience. And like I said, it, like you said, it's like you're feeding the community, you're feeding other people. I mean, we feed our families. It's really way more than just hunting yeah it's kind of weird we've gotten to just like you said you know like we have chickens now and, stuff like that. and there's very little that we even eat outside of that we grow or harvest ourselves i mean very little really yeah now moving on for just a second before we get to a break you uh it seems like lee you're on this quest which i think is incredible for the the north america 29 big game species with a bow tiffany is there yeah. something like that you're trying to achieve like what is in let's say the next five years outdoors wise hunting what are both of you individually kind of your pursuits what are you liking hoping to achieve what is that first for you miss tiffany oh my gosh well i'm definitely not on the big 29 <laughs> <laughs> the big 29 path because really i don't think our house could sustain both of us on that uh <laughs> that goal but, um, I, you know, I my big bucket list one was, like, accomplished a few years back where I shot that giant moose. And yeah. as far as, like, something else, like, right now, uh, gosh, I don't know. I don't really have, like, a bucket list like Lee does, you know. He's like, do you want to shoot a grizzly? I'm like, no, I do not. We have, we don't have grandparents or anybody. I mean, what if we both got eaten, for God's sake? So, like, we can't both shoot. Yeah, well, I was like, we tried out to, 
do those big adventure hunts together because, like I said, we don't have grandparents. We don't have anybody for our kids and stuff. So I, I we tend not to do those big, huge, giant ones together <laughs> like that anymore. But, um, I mean, honestly, I'd love to shoot a 200-inch buck. I mean, Ooh. I love <laughs> – I would dream of doing something like that. Um, I mean, just a big elk. I mean, I've never broke the 340. So I think that, well, yeah, 350 probably. With my that's boat, not, That's yeah. like for me, too. I'm just thinking like a – like a 400 inch elk would be like a goal to try to try to do now that we have a, an elk place too. So we're just going to, we manage, be managing that the same way you do for whitetails and try to get a 400 inch. I mean, I'd bull. love to have Cameron call me in a bull. He's gotten to be, both our kids have gotten to be like great elk callers. <laughs> really? And I think that would be awesome to be, yeah, both yeah. of them are. And I think that'd be awesome just to have like them call us in a, you know, a bull and, and shoot it. I think that'd be really dang cool. You bet. Hey, we've got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski, the hosts of The Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Or is it just Crush? It's Crush with Lee and Tiffany. Crush with Lee and Tiffany. I'm crushed. Yeah, on Outdoor yeah, Channel. We do them when I they were. I that, too. I yeah. hate that, too. Yeah. When we first met them, we called them Ma'am and Sir. Now they're younger than us. <laughs> uh, Outdoor Channel Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to spice up your next goat or sheep at HIMTNJerky.com. Or See, buffalo. Now, guys, to learn more about you, everything we talked about, your adventures, YouTube, where can we find you online? YouTube, Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. Instagram's at The Crush TV. Facebook, The Crush with Lee and Tiffany. And our website, TheCrush.TV. That's right. And coming up next is Uncle Hal. Schaefer, renovation hunters. He's going to work on Lee and Tiffany's basement. That's it. That's right. I wish he would come and work on my basement. He's like ghosting me. You make sure you tell him that. <laughs> He's uh, He needs a place to crash for a while. He's always in trouble with the missus. <laughs> but uh, renovation hunters, drop zone, Hal Schaefer, he is coming up next. Lee and Tiffany, God bless you guys. We love you so much. Keep doing the awesome work you do. Hey, thank, thank you guys. Thank we love talking to you guys too. Good luck this season. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is proud to be in your butt pocket wherever you go. Wait, what? I mean, with JimandTrav.com, you can take The Revolution everywhere. Log on now and stay put. The Revolution will return after these important messages. For the dedicated American hunter, this is the ultimate season. And for the dedicated Luke Bryan fan, this is the ultimate concert. Enter the ultimate season sweepstakes for your chance to win a VIP trip for two to see country legend Luke Bryan in concert. Whoa! We'll also be giving away an ultimate hunting prize pack every week. Ultimate concert. Ultimate prize pack. It's the sweepstakes event of the season. Enter today at ultimateseason.com. Want to get your kids involved after the hunt? Try our new hot dog making kit that they are sure to love. High Mountain Seasonings is your one-stop shop for everything delicious. Visit us online at HIMTNJerky.com. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav and The Fall Tune-Up. Now kicking off another two-parter with Hal Schaefer, host of Renovation Hunters, Fridays 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, and Drop Zone, Sundays 11 a.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking the fall tune-up on this week's show. And before the break, we had old Lee and Tiffany up, an interesting couple right there. I mean, they've hunted all over the country. But our next guest, man, 
He's hunted all over basements. Hal is in Lee and Tiffany's <laughs> basement. He is fixing to remodel it. He's the host of Renovation Hunters. You got to check out this awesome show. Fridays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel and Drop Zone. Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Time alongside Greg Zipadelli on Outdoor Channel. Mr. Hal, big guy, how's it going, buddy? Oh, man, it's doing great. You know what? It couldn't be a better day than to start your day off. With Jim and Trav. Come on. <laughs> uh, amen to that. That's what my wife says. Now, I got to say, dude. <laughs> the, oh, wait a minute. I don't want to even hear no more about that one. <laughs> the first season, again, Renovation Hunters. What a fun, awesome, incredible, and, and truly life-changing show. What a great concept and idea you came up with, buddy. Man, you know... You, you go through life. My mom was probably the most appreciative person I've ever met. She always was thankful for everything. And I guess finally, as I, as I seasoned up and matured in life, we'll call it that instead of getting old, um, uh, that she, uh, that kind of rubbed off on me. The outdoors has been really good to me. I've had a great run in the outdoors and look to keep on running. But you always, you know, you start thinking, how, how do I give back? And, um, this was just the perfect way to be able to give back to ensure that families get to come together and enjoy the outdoors. Because if we stop using the outdoors, it's all going to go away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, the premise of Reve- Renovation Hunters is you actually go in and uh, go to a cabin or a hunting camp and so forth and remodel it, fix it up uh, to make yeah, sure that, that future generations can enjoy the things that they've had in the past. Yeah, we're making a lot of contractors mad at us. I mean, I'm, I'm being, no, I'm being serious. I've been getting some, some social media feedback from, from some contractors because we go and do this, a total renovation in and out in eight days, guys. Eight wow. days. I've seen contractors take two weeks to renovate one room, mm-hmm. one room. Mm-hmm. And six months to a year to renovate a house. Mm-hmm. I can't put we up a do tent. It, <laughs> we do it in eight days. Wow. And it's it's absolutely amazing. The group we have, by the way, the Renovation Hunters family, uh, old Super Kev, uh, my partner Chris, but the, the group, Christy and Stephanie and Rob and, and Adam and John and, uh, and Mike, I mean, Literally, the list goes on and on. These people are absolutely amazing. And what we do and get done, we work ourselves to death. We literally did not work in one day less than 16 hours. We just got home for the final build of season two. Absolutely most stupendous build ever. The family, what a deserving story. That means they fit the mission statement so clean and clear that there was no way we could not choose them to come and renovate their place. Absolutely amazing. You know, that's what I was going to say is, you know, this isn't like a corny show like Design on a Dime where we spruce things up with duct tape and crap. I mean, you guys, <laughs> you, I mean, seriously, you go in there and like you gut it. If there's structural issues, you fix it. I mean, you were literally dropping fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars or more on a renovation, man. And this is—I mean, you're making the Taj Mahal, and it's just not. Oh, we we spruced it up on the outside, but the bones are junk. I mean, no, this is solid. This is done right. This is a chance oh, yeah. of a lifetime. This is what people save up for their entire lives to do. 
Right, and they some people have to take a second mortgage and then put themselves in financial binds, and some people don't have that ability, and the place just rots away, literally rots away. Some of them were almost completely rotted away. Michigan would not, the Michigan build we did this year would not have made it another 18 months mm, wow. because we, we, we were going to pull the siding off the back of this small house on a lake, and when we pulled the siding, the wall almost completely fell off. So we got everybody out of the way. People went inside. We had three or four people push, and the whole wall fell off the back of the house. No, we didn't plan for that. And you're right. It is expensive. It, these are not cheap. And let me tell you something. You guys are big money. Y'all want to make some donations? We are willing to <laughs> Let's get a hold but, of Tim um, Allen's Binford uh, equipment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, no, it. you know, the, the thing about – all it is is it does actually wake people up to how long it actually takes if somebody goes in there with elbows up, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, literally, and and willing to put in 16, 17, even 18-hour days, how much you can get accomplished and how much you're actually paying. Because if you contracted this workout, most of this would have cost way more than what the place or the structure was actually worth. Mm-hmm. That that's that's the problem. So people can't even come close to even getting a loan for it because the place don't appraise for that much to fix what needs to be fixed. Yeah. So the only way to do it is good old renovation hunters coming to the rescue. And I wish we could do twenty of them a year, but we're hoping that we cause like a wave to go across the country where people take the time to go out and we teach them the the easier ways to do this and that it is possible to do it for a whole lot less money and to do some of this stuff themselves. And the biggest thing is is teaching them maintenance over time. That's what time over target will fix anything. Yeah, when you get all done, do you you yell, bus driver, move that bus? We're we're original. We blindfold our people. We blindfold them. (laughs) And send them next door. We make them hold our hands and and walk through the yard. (laughs) And here's the other thing, guys. It's not just the outside of the house. If these people are lucky enough to have property or lease land that this is on and they need habitat enhancements, we come and plant food plots. We teach them how uh, and where to put tree stands. We we give them a three-year plan on how to keep the habitat where it needs to be and how to evolve it. We do soil samples. We do it all. It's not, it is not just go in and do the structure. We want the whole experience. We want to teach them how to make the most out of what they have. Well, it's amazing. I forget which build you did. Like you redid the entire outside, you did the entire inside, and then you go out, you landscape the backyard, and there's fire pits. I mean, this is like a brand new, I'm going to say home, and it is so gorgeous. And then what, like you're saying, I mean, if you need food plots or this or that, this property is turnkey, set up, done eight days. I will guarantee, I would like to know if you'll tell us, after the first season, how many people entered to be a part of the second season? Hundreds. I bet. Uh, I yes. I don't know. It's a long list. But we want more because we're searching for that compelling story, that deserving family. We we always are on the hunt. And because you never know when you're going to find that one, that one that just makes them giant different. The, the lady we just did the reveal yesterday, 
uh, and the lady, that, uh, the mom, the husband, bought this place, saved up all his retirement money and bought this place, retired. Two years, or shortly after he bought it, he was diagnosed with ALS, and two years later he passed away. Oh, wow. So the ALS Foundation came out there to the build. We raised some money for ALS. We donated some money for ALS. One of the our cast and crew, Alex Rowe, his father-in-law has ALS, and he's a concrete uh, masonry guy, and he brought his crew out there fighting through ALS and did the all the the stucco work on the underside of the house. It was it was this story is so big. This last one we did, it is absolutely incredible, um, and we're raising an awareness for a terrible terrible destructive disease mm-hmm. you bet hey hell we gotta take a break can you stick around absolutely what yeah. <laughs> you gotta ask me that we'll play here all day guys there you go hey we're talking with hell schaefer he's the host of renovation hunters uh fridays at 9 30 eastern time on outdoor channel also we're going to be talking about drop zone in the very next segment and it comes on Sundays at 11 o'clock Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out, YamahaMotorsports.com. Now, Mr. Howe, before we get to a break, to learn more about you, renovation hunters, drop zone, everything you have going on, how we can throw our hats in the ring to be a part of Season 3, Renovation Hunters, where can we find you online? Go to OutdoorChannel.com forward slash renovation hunters and click on the link send in your video and it has to be a video y'all but send it in we want to see your story and we want to bring your dreams to fruition mm. you bet or hell Schaefer, right after this ever wonder exactly what the heck we're thinking ah uh, yes we'll log on to jimandtraff.com and get inside our heads put on your noise canceling headphones because it's gonna get loud check out jim's blog Trav's take and a truckload of useful info under the happenings tab. JimandTrav.com. The revolution will continue right after these messages. Chardonnay Finishing Sauce is one of the many tasty treats that awaits you at High Mountain Seasonings. Order your jerky and sausage kits, snack and sticks, marinades, rubs and shakers, and more by going to HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on the air, talking the fall tune-up. Now, back to Hal Schaefer, host of Renovation Hunters, Fridays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, and Drop Zone, Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking the fall tune-up on this week's show, and we tuned up some places on that brand-new show called Renovation Hunters. I heard 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue was entered for (laughs) Renovation Hunters. They're going to put some tree stands out there, you know, maybe turn that White House camo-colored. That would be a nice build, wouldn't it? Yeah, we need some rubber-padded walls in that place. (laughs) And a a couple straight jackets. Uh, But other than that, <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Um, now I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about going crazy for a second. I was on uh, your social media, and your season last year, Whitetails, man. Holy smokes, did it come together? And did you take some incredible deer? Oh my gosh, last year was man. That's one for the record books. That was a memory, a year of memories made, and 
and memories I'll never lose. Um, I'm telling you, it was, we were very blessed. But with that said, we have to pat ourselves on the back. Greg Zipadelli and I, when we first started Drop Zone, we was hunting with outfitters, and outfitters are amazing. They're an important part of hunting in this country. But we learned really quick that the way to be more proficient is to have your own land to manage. And now we are up to 64,000 acres of land we are managing exclusively for Drop Zone, and it is paying off big time. Now, don't you have some ground there in Missouri? Yes, we got uh, 1,384 acres in Missouri. We have 50,000 acres in the Sandhills in Nebraska where we have whitetails, mule deer, elk, pronghorn, uh, you name it, it's there. Um, and then we have a thousand acres, a little over a thousand acres in Virginia, 10,000 acres in Kansas. Um, we, uh, we're hard at it. And that's like, I, I, right before we went to the last build of season two and renovation hunters, I was out west planting food plots with all of my wildlife farming equipment. And I came back, I came home a day later, went and did the renovation, come back yesterday at 2.30 this morning, and day after tomorrow, I'm leaving to be gone for another week to do fall food plots and to finish up what we didn't get done with tree stands, and it's it's a constant on the road, but you know what? It is a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, but it's a lot of passion and love that goes in with it, and man, that's what keeps you young. Staying out there and staying with it, you got to keep you got to keep moving. Don't quit moving. I mean, the train will never run over you. But as soon as you stop and rest, you're in trouble, brother. That train's right behind you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Folks don't know this. Fifty thousand acres early season. Hal hunts naked. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. With a fan. <laughs> but I don't stand real close. <laughs> All right, so Hal Schaefer, <laughs> Renovation Hunters, you have to watch this. Such an incredible, inspiring show. Fridays, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel in Jimbo Drop Zone. Drop Zone. Hey, yeah, that is on Sundays at 11 o'clock Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Exactly. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Mr. Hal, again, to learn more about you, Renovation Hunters, Drop Zone, Greg Zipidelli, everything you have going on, where can we find you online? Uh, go uh, dropzonehunting.com, brand new website, or you can go to any of our social medias. Just put in Team Drop Zone TV, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Hal Schaefer and Greg Zipadelli is just that. Hal Schaefer, Greg Zipadelli on Instagram is the best place to find us. You bet. That's words to live by, isn't it? Exactly. All right, Mr. Yep. Hal, God bless you. We love you so much, buddy. Yeah, man. Love you guys, too. Can't wait to see you again. There's a lot of traffic out there on the Information Superhighway because everyone is headed to JimandTrav.com. See? It's a traffic jam. Hey, move it, buddy! Blogs, pictures, tips, recipes, and a ton of other cool stuff. JimandTrav.com. Stick around. The revolution will return in a few moments. Reimagine every adventure, every terrain, every incredible memory. The Yamaha Wolverine family of side-by-side vehicles help you reimagine off-road capability, comfort, and confidence. Available right now at your local Yamaha dealer. 
with the Wolverine R-Max 2100 and R-Max 4100, recreation meets sport and maximum power meets maximum comfort and versatility. And with the Wolverine X2 and X4850, extreme terrain meets its match. Find your Yamaha Wolverine at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specification subject to change. Chocolate lovers, Michael Horn here along with J.D. Jeremy Dayton. We've got a special offer for them if they love chocolate. Am I right, J.D.? Oh, yeah. Go to vinedabar.com and put in the code CHOCOLATE20. You get 20% off your order. Now, here's the thing. Vine Bar chocolate is dark chocolate mixed in with the Chardonnay mark. That's the skins of the Chardonnay. So you get all mm. the health benefits of the wine, the health benefits of the dark chocolate, and you get some very delicious chocolate with Himalayan salt, so many great different varieties. Mm. But you have to go to the website. It's vinetobar.com, and the code is CHOCOLATE20. You like chocolate, J.D., am I right? Oh, I like me some chocolate too much. Yes. Too much. Go to vinetobar.com and put in chocolate 20. You get 20% off your order. Again, vinetobar, V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. The code chocolate, C-H-O-C-O-L-A-T-E 20. Vine to bar chocolate, chocolate 20. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week, man. Lee and Tiffany are always good to have on. A lot of great information and also Hal Schaefer. That's right. Jimbo, who we got coming up next week? You're not going to believe this. We have got Kevin Knighton, Christy Lee Cook, Fred Ashmore, and the ever-lovely Mitch Petrie. All right, so Jimbo, last word? Last word is get out there. It is the end of summer. Next week, I think, dove season opens up all over the country. And, of course, in some places, you can go elk hunting. That's right. All right, so get outdoors this week and take some kiddos with you. Hammer home firearm safety. And thank you so much for listening to the show. We'll return next week. Peace out. God bless you and the United States of America. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 